Allahu Akbar Allahu Akbar Allahu Akbar La ilaha illallah Allahu Akbar Allahu Akbar Walillahil hamd Bismillah walhamdulillah wassalatu wassalamu ala rasulillah They say just as our bodies need nourishment to survive our souls need to be nourished as well but the question is, how often do we feed our souls? Welcome to Soul Food, a podcast about spiritual refinement. My name is Amjad Tarsin, and I invite you to embark with me on this journey inward to work on our souls. Assalamu alaikum and welcome to episode 30 of Soul Food, titled The End. And this is the final episode of season five of Soul Food. Inshallah, not the end of Soul Food as a whole, but the last episode for this season. And in this episode, we're going to look at the 20 benefits that righteous servants receive in the Akhirah. And we'll look at the four qualities that Imam al-Ghazali reminds us of at the end of this amazing and beautiful book of his. And then we'll have a conclusion to the end of the season, inshallah ta'ala. So looking at the 20 benefits that one receives in the Akhirah for being of the righteous servants. And in the last episode, we looked at the benefits in this world. Now we're looking at the benefits in the next life. The first that Imam al-Ghazali mentions is that the pangs of death, the end of life experience, the difficulty when a person is on their deathbed and they're transitioning into the next life, which is something that's so significant that even the prophets asked Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to make that time easy for them, that for the righteous servants of Allah, it's made easy. Allah says in the Quran, Those whose lives the angels take in a state of goodness. So one of the benefits that really is at that first moment of the Akhirah when a person is going through death is that death is made easier for them. The second benefit is that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will grant you steadfastness upon certainty and belief in the grave. Allah says, يُثَبِّتُ اللَّهُ الَّذِينَ آمَنُوا بِالْقَوْلِ الثَّابِتِ فِي الْحَيَاةِ الدُّنْيَا وَفِي الْآخِرَةِ Allah makes the believers steadfast with the firm word of faith in this worldly life and in the next, in the hereafter. So that's something that occurs in the grave when we are asked by the angels. So a person is granted that steadfastness. The next benefit is that a person will be granted mercy, ease, blessings, glad tidings, and safety. Allah says in the Quran, إِنَّ الَّذِينَ قَالُوا رَبُّنَ اللَّهُ ثُمَّ اسْتَقَامُوا تَتَنَزَّلُ عَلَيْهِمُ الْمَلَائِكَةُ أَلَّا تَخَافُوا وَلَا تَحْزَنُوا وَأَبْشِرُوا بِالْجَنَّةِ الَّتِي كُنْتُمْ تُعَدُونَ As for those who say our Lord is God and take the straight path towards Him, the angels come down to them and say, have no fear or grief but rejoice in the good news of paradise, which you have been promised. So that's one of the benefits in the hereafter. The next benefit, the fourth benefit, Imam al-Ghazali mentions is eternal life in the garden of paradise, in nearness to the Lord of mercy. The next benefit, the fifth benefit, 
is inward life of the soul, that your soul will be honored as it ascends leaving this world in the company of angels while the righteous servant's body remains in the world, but that people take care of it and people flock to their funeral to pray over them. So there's a, an added honor there. The sixth benefit is that the person will be granted safety during the questioning of the grave. That they say one of the most terrifying experiences is being in the grave when the two angels come, Munkar and Nakir, and if a person was righteous in this world, they will be granted safety in that moment. The next benefit, the seventh benefit, is expansion in the grave and that your grave will fill with radiance and light and will become a garden of paradise until the day of resurrection. And that's a beautiful thing. I mean, we all want that. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala grant us that. That uh, the grave, even though it looks like it's very tight and small and dark, for the believer, it becomes very expansive because the barzakh, the life of the grave, is something that is experienced primarily on a spiritual level more than a physical level. The eighth benefit is that your soul will experience peace and fulfillment and honor, and it will be in the company of other righteous souls. The ninth benefit is that the righteous person will be gathered in the resurrection in a state of honor and that they will be granted robes of honor and a crown, and they will have distinguishment even in their physical appearance when they are gathered for the resurrection. The tenth benefit is that the face of the righteous person will be radiant and illuminated. Allah says in the Quran, On that day, some faces will be radiant looking towards their Lord. The 11th benefit is that the person will be granted safety from the calamities of that day. That on the day of resurrection, there will be many difficult experiences, whether it is the resurrection itself, whether it is the sun being brought very close and the intensity of the heat and the intensity of the gathering and the intensity of waiting a very long time for the judgment to begin. That there are many difficult things that will occur on that day. But for those who dedicated themselves to Allah and really sought this path of deep devotion, they will be granted safety from all of that. Such that the Prophet ﷺ said the experiences of the day of resurrection will be as long as two short rak'ahs of prayer for the righteous servant. Whereas for other people, it will feel much longer than that. The twelfth benefit is that a person will take the book of deeds, their book of deeds with their right hand. In other words, meaning that they will be of the people of felicity. The 13th benefit is that a person will be granted ease in judgment. And Imam al-Ghazali says, actually, some will be granted an easy judgment, whereas some will not be called to judgment at all, that they will be entered into paradise without even being judged at all. And the Prophet ﷺ said that those are people who have a great amount of trust in Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, that there are 70,000 who will be entered into paradise without being called to account. The 14th benefit is that a person will have very large weight of good deeds on their scales, that their deeds on their scales will be made heavy and multiplied, 
And Imam al-Ghazali said, and some people won't even stand at the scales at all, that they will have almost like a VIP pass, if you want to use that kind of terminology. And they won't even have to go through the regular ways that most people go. But even if someone does experience this, that they will be aided by Allah and they will have ease in that. The 15th benefit is that you will go and see the Prophet ﷺ at the river of Kothar, at the Hawd, at his basin, that there is a large area which the river of Kothar gathers. It's like a waterfall and it will gather in that area. And the Prophet ﷺ and his family, Sayyidina Ali and Sayyidina Fatima and Al-Hassan and Al-Hussein, they will be distributing water to the believers at the basin of Kothar. And the Prophet ﷺ said, whoever drinks from that water will never be thirsty again. And that's very significant because that day when the sun is brought close and it's extremely long, people will feel a thirst unlike any other thirst they ever had. And then when they drink from the water of Kothar from the Prophet ﷺ, they will be satiated and they will never feel thirsty again after that. So that's one of the honors that's given to the righteous. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala grant us to drink directly from the Prophet ﷺ himself. Ameen. The 16th benefit is that you will be granted to pass over the bridge, the Sirat, and you will be granted safety from the fire. And we talked that people will go at different speeds over that. Imam al-Ghazali says some people, some righteous people, will be granted such safety from the fire as they cross over the bridge that they won't even hear any of the sounds of the fire. They won't hear any murmur or hissing or crackling of the fire at all because they will be granted such a degree of safety. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala grant us all of that. The 17th benefit that occurs in the hereafter is that the person will be granted intercession. The 18th benefit is that you will be uh, granted an everlasting dominion, that you will be granted the kingdom of paradise, an everlasting dominion. The 19th benefit is that you will be granted Allah's greatest contentment and pleasure. Al-Ridwan al-Akbar. When Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala uh, gathers his servants in paradise, and that they are all gathered before him. And Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, is there anything more that you want? And they say, oh Allah, how can we ask you for anything more when you have forgiven our sins and you protected us from the fire and you granted us paradise and you gave us more than we could possibly imagine? What no eye has ever seen, no ear has ever heard, and has never crossed the human imagination to begin with. How can we ask you for anything more? And Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, I will grant you something more. I will bestow my ridwan upon you. I will bestow my contentment and good pleasure upon you. And I promise you that I will never be angry with any of you again. And that when they are granted that, that is something greater than all of the pleasures of paradise. And that's known as Ar-Ridwan al-Akbar, God's greatest pleasure. The 20th and final 
reward and benefit that one will receive in the hereafter is meeting the Lord of the worlds in a way that we cannot describe how, but that we will see Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and we will gaze upon His noble countenance and that is the greatest of the pleasures of paradise. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala grant each and every one of us that and anyone who hears this and all of our loved ones. Ya Arhamar Rahimeen, O Most Merciful. That brings us to the final four qualities that Imam al-Ghazali ends the book emphasizing. So he says, if you are going to devote yourself to Allah, if you want all of these things successfully, you have to hold on to these four qualities. The first is knowledge, is that you have to commit yourself to knowledge and know what Allah wants from you. Otherwise, you will be blind. And once you have knowledge, you must commit yourself to action and to worship because you have to act upon the knowledge that you have in order to reach the goal. Otherwise, you will be veiled. And when you have knowledge and worship, then you have to have sincerity. Otherwise, if you don't have sincerity in your worship, you're only deceiving yourself. And then in addition to sincerity, you should have fear because you need to still be fearful of calamities and pitfalls along the way of your spiritual path. Otherwise, you will be deluded and naive. So the four things are knowledge, worship, sincerity, and fear, meaning that you're careful not to become too self-secure so that you fall into something without knowing. And that brings us to the conclusion. Is really, this is an amazing book, and we've covered so much in this season, is really asking Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala for tawfiq, is really asking Allah for His enabling grace. If Allah grants you and I tawfiq, then even this that seems difficult, and Imam al-Ghazali says, it takes some people 70 years to accomplish, and others it might take just a moment, that we have to continuously ask Allah for tawfiq. The next kind of parting advice is that we all have to work hard. That what we're seeking is valuable and it's worth the effort that we put into it. And thirdly, that we have to have a good opinion of Allah. That we always have to think well of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and know that He is the most wise, the most generous, and that He is supporting us. And that the life of this world is difficult, but that we always have to have a good opinion of Allah. The next piece of parting advice is be in the company of righteous people. Seek out righteous people. And they exist. There are people on the face of the earth today who very likely are decreed to be people of Al-Firdaus Al-A'la, people who will be in the company of the prophets and messengers on the day of resurrection. This is not something that is, you know, that only occurred a long time ago. They exist. And ask Allah to grant you to be in their company. Seek them out. And stay away from bad environments and bad company. And then the final thing I'll say is never ever give up. The spiritual path, for some people it might be straight and easy. For other people, there might be many ups and downs. Never ever ever give up. Always go towards Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Always seek Him. As Abu Rabi'a he said, Seek Allah and go towards Allah even if you're crawling and limping. 
because we need Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala in every moment. And it is precisely due to our sickness and our illness that we are in need of his healing, subhanahu wa ta'ala. So never ever give up. And I want to thank you all, jazakumullah kul khair, for listening. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala grant you all a blessed Eid, a blessed end to the month of Ramadan. Please remember us in your du'as and thank you for all the love and the support and the words of encouragement and the positive feedback and forgive us for any mistakes, any mistakes that were made during this season or any season of soul food. They're entirely my own and I ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala for forgiveness. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala bless you all and may Allah reward Imam al-Ghazali for providing us with this treasure and really being sincere in delivering it to us so that 900 years later, we're still benefiting from his words and we're still on this spiritual path. I'd also like to thank my dear brother Ahmed Munawar, who is the producer of the podcast. And I'd like to thank Roma Deshenko, our sound editor, who has been really wonderful in editing these episodes really fast when I'm behind the deadline. And I'd like to thank uh, my dear brother Sidi Ibrahim al-Nas, the son of Sheikh Samir al-Nas, for the beautiful intro and outro music that he made for this season of Soul Food. And inshallah, for those of you who liked it, he said maybe after Ramadan he'll record a full track and we'll put it up on, on the Soul Food uh, SoundCloud and iTunes page. May Allah accept from us and you, and may Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala grant us to be in the company of the beloved Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam in the hereafter as brothers and sisters, and that we are free of all of the difficulties of this world, and that we are there everlastingly in eternal bliss and joy, us and our loved ones and our family members, and in the entire ummah of the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. Ameen. Ameen, ameen. Wa sallallahu ta'ala ala Sayyidina Muhammad wa ala alihi wa sahbihi wa sallam. Walhamdulillahi rabbil alameen. Thank you for listening to Soul Food. To subscribe to the show, visit soulfood.fm where you can subscribe on iTunes, SoundCloud, or by email. If you're on iTunes, please also leave us a rating and a review. It helps more people discover the show. وسلم تسليما كثيرا